0: Production. If life was a cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Yes, happy Monday to you and a particular happy Monday to the parents of Australia whose children will be asking them before they head off to school this morning, can I please, please, please jump on a sled and hurtle head first at 100 kilometres an hour? down an ice tube after Australian skeleton racer Jacqueline Narricot got a silver in Beijing, Australia's first sliding medal, Matt.
2: You know, I was watching uh, the women's bobsled on the weekend as well and seeing Jamaica doing it and I love that they've just, that's just a thing now. Yeah. Because no other West Indian countries jumped on board that trend, but they're like, nah, let's just keep going. Why not? I loved it. But yeah, look, massive congrats to uh, Jacqueline. I just want to do it once. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I'd probably only do it once because I'd <laughs> end up flying head first into a, <laughs> the stadium pole. But anyways, um looks fun. Mm. Skeleton,
1: bobsled, luge, it all looks fun. I'd probably prefer the skeleton to the luge, like looking down your body. Uh, that looks like uncomfortable, plus the double chin that you'd inevitably get. I think the other one's a bit more superhero.
2: Imagine if you got a stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Oh, Monday morning. What? I mean, you know, honestly, can I just say, I genuinely have a filter. (laughs) And I just think, I think, oh, but, you know, if you died tomorrow, (laughs) would you have preferred to die having said it or not said it? And I said, well, just say it, Matt. Just say it.
1: Yeah, they usually say you regret the things you don't do more than the things you do. (laughs) But when it comes to Matt O'Kine and his uh, little little (laughs) non-sequiturs, you never know. Like a bloody dorsal fin flying down the ice. Uh, Now, Matt, big show today. Not only do we have the debut of Sue from Sydney hosting Clickfish, a very special guest host later on, uh, this is because our normal producer, Bron, is away. And uh, we've got someone to introduce you to up next, the new member of the Matt and Alex family.
2: Yeah, very, very excited about that. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's jump in. This
1: is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go.
0: Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: Well, as you may have heard, if you listen to Friday's episode, producer Bron off on a hen's weekend. We're not making her um, back it up with a little bit of uh, producing wrangling these cats. Uh, oh, so instead,
2: she had the glint in her eye before uh, she left on Friday, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I did. reckon she has got some post-weekend sweats right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would say <laughs> so. Con on, and it was funny when we were organising, you know, Bron's RDO. We sort of said to the bosses. You know what? We've been doing this for a few years now. I reckon we'd be fine to just, Matt and Alex, just record it themselves. You know, we'd be <laughs> all right to do that. And the word from the top was absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so It's like when
2: you're 10 years old and you tell your parents it'll be fine to go. Like, no, you can go out. Like, I'm sure I'll be
0: fine. Yeah, I'm like, old nah. enough to
1: stay home by myself. They're like, no way. <laughs> so it's with great pleasure to welcome a producer for the day, Ed. G'day,
0: Ed. How are we, gents? All right, I'm going to hit you with some hard questions, Ed. What's your middle name? Ooh, two middle names. Hey, there yeah. we go. Michael John. Michael John. Yeah, the classic oh, okay. grandfather. John. Very politically correct. Very
1: good. Well, my middle name's Ed. So there you go. Actually,
0: yeah, Edward. Our uh, favourite flavour of chips. Salt and vinegar. Ooh. Favorite movie in high school. Ooh, Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that a cool movie? For me, that I feel like that's a lame movie from my uh, memory. It depends on how you watched it. Who's in it? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, now that sounds pretty a few yeah. cartoon birds. Oh, there are cartoon birds. Yeah. Yep. It was my first introduction uh, to Hall and Notes, which I think is a very pivotal moment in any young man's life. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
2: okay.
0: What other quick fire questions have we got for you? Oh, I
2: think okay. that's up to you,
1: quizmaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Favourite animal.
1: Platypus. Excellent answer. (laughs) Love a monotreme. I'm mad for a monotreme. So that's a great answer. Is that what they are? Yeah, them and echidnas. Only egg-laying mammals in the world. Mind blown. Um, You're running out of your house. It's caught fire. Or (laughs) as it happened in my dream over the weekend, a volcano erupted behind it and lava started going through. What are you grabbing from your house on the way out?
0: It would probably be the thing that's parked in the driveway of my house, which is my vintage car.
1: <gasps> what kind?
0: Whoa, now we're learning something yeah. about you, Ed, Michael John. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1984 Peugeot 505. In, in white. Oh Tré wow, bien, my friend yeah.
2: Treybn. Do you know what's so funny though? Like you say, vintage car. That's just a car that people like had when I was younger. Like that's how old I'm. I'm like, oh yeah, someone at my high school probably drove that. Maybe, and they would have been a
0: very stylish person if and, they did do so. In those days,
1: they'd be pushing it into the lava just to uh, claim
0: the money back on oh, insurance. These days, you'd be towing it.
2: Can I have a look at it? What is it called? A Peugeot. Peugeot
0: five oh five. Yeah, 1984 and 1985. They were the same models in those
2: years. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's yeah. have a look.
0: Oh, interesting. That's not what I was expecting. What were you expecting? It does genuinely look like a uh, like an old school sedan. Yeah. Do you do it up? No, I, I haven't done it. I've only had it for a couple of years, and I quite like the originality of it. I quite like the old man vibes it puts out, but I think at yeah. some point I will do it up a little bit and maybe Absolutely. lower it down.
1: All right. Well, final question, I guess, to mm-hmm. you, Ed, before we jump on with the rest of the show. Uh, what was your first thought when you heard you were going to be producing Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast?
0: First thought was, let's ensure I have a working pass when I get into the building. <laughs> And uh, and a little behind the scenes that did not go well. So thank you, Alex Dyson. Well, for coming to the well, rescue. well. How the, well, what the happened? Turn. It's what usually happened? it's
1: usually me calling producer Bron, going, oh, I forgot my pass again. Bron, can you <laughs> let me in? But this time around, I get a call from an unknown number. It's like, hey, it's Ed, your producer for today. Can you let me in? I'm like, well, well, well. Here we
0: are.
1: <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you very much, Ed, for uh, jumping on the podcast. And I'll be happy to let you in the building anytime.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Everybody
2: wants to be a
1: pickle jar hero. At the local hardware emporium on the weekend, Alex Tyson. Very good. Picking up some hardware or a uh, soft little snag in some <laughs> soft little bread. Dude,
2: <laughs> it is actually so funny that you said that because, yeah, I did actually just go for the snag.
1: Wow, well, there you go.
2: Belle was looking at an op shop, right, and she's like, I've just discovered a whole Section of books that are 50 cents each. We're talking Bill Granger cookbooks, Jamie Oliver cookbooks for 50 cents each, mate. Your book and my book wasn't there. Uh, they were giving those away for free. But, <laughs> um, but I'm thinking, okay, we've got enough time to hit up the local hardware emporium for a snag in some bread. Yep. All right. Bell's on the phone, says, get me one. Sophia's in the back seat. I want one. Yep. I'm like, no worries. All right.
1: Order yep. four. Oh, Well, you got five fingers, so that means four gaps, which means well, that's
2: it. four snags. God invented us to hold the snags mm. in that fashion,
1: right? And I'm not sure if you've high-fived Matt O'Kine before. Uh, most of you probably haven't, <laughs> given his classic hashtag MattNoFive. Maybe you've left him hanging in the past, but All he's got right. quite large mitts. Uh, yes, I do. I would reckon that you could hold four in a single hand.
2: So the guy serving me, right? Bit of an older bloke, you know. Everyone's like, I think, volunteering their time behind the counter there. Yep. And they're raising money for a local club. All right, I'm not going to name the club. I don't want them to be implicated in this.
1: <laughs> but but they're raising money for the club. Some names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs>
2: and he looks at me going to pick up the four. He goes, oh, are you right? And I go, yeah, I think I got it. Pretty cocky at this point. I yep. said, i got pretty big hands, you know. He goes, yeah, by the looks of it, I think you'll be fine. So I take all four, right, walking from where I am back to the car, which is, or oh, 10 metres. <laughs> I think I'm going to dive in now. So I go to have a... <laughs> you couldn't wait 10 metres. <laughs> I'm so close to my car. Like I could see it. Like I could touch it almost. But I think I'm just going to get stuck into one of these right now. Go for the bite. Another one of the sausages falls out onto the
1: ground. <laughs> the bread and snag or just the snag does a little slippery dip out the, sl- the uh, <laughs> out the the Wonder White? <laughs>
2: Like the shotgun at Amazons for all my (laughs) fellow Queenslanders out there. Yeah, that snag would have ended up with a wedgie. I'll tell you that much. Shot straight out the uh, Wonder White Slippery Dip onto the concrete. And I go, no. So anyways, I turn around. I I have just left this stall. Okay. And I come back holding two and a half sausages and one empty (laughs) thing of bread.
1: They've seen the bite. At a sausage holster. Yep.
2: And I go, oh, I'm going to need to get another sausage. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't ask any questions. Mm-hmm. And at this point I'm thinking, is this freebie territory?
1: Oh, no. Do you know
2: what, do you know what I mean? Because, well, because, right? Oh, like wow. I've only just, I'm basically still inside the restaurant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, And there's been slippage. It's not my fault. I mean, it is my fault, but it's not. Oh,
1: well, there's where I think you're wrong, my friend, because as (laughs) soon as the words left your lips like a sausage leaving bread and you said, nah, I'll be right... You waved all. <laughs>
2: no, no, All of no, your rights away. No, because I turn back, I get back to the thing and I didn't expressly say, I've. you know, I dropped one, can I have a freebie? I just go, look, I'm going to need another sausage. Right. I'm holding up the empty bun like in front of him almost, waving yeah. it under his nose as if he can smell the onion, <laughs> little onion bed that was beneath it that's now all cold and lonely without its uh, saucy partner. And he goes, sure, that'll be $2.50. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, no, he didn't
1: bite. Unlike Matt, he didn't bite on that.
2: <laughs> and so then I thought, okay, I'll just kind sort of clear it up a little bit more, like to let him know that it's not because I just ate it quickly and I you know, miscalculated how many people we had in our party. You know, oh, someone else is really hungry. They want an extra one. I held it up and then I said, well, and also you're going to need to get rid of this empty one for me here because the sausage fell out. And he was like, yeah, no worries, <laughs> took it <laughs> off me, put it in the bin. And I was like, okay, that'll be $2.50. And then I swiped and I got my sausage and I thought, you know, I don't know about that. Whoa. I don't know about that. So, Alex, what, what team are you on? Are you on team?
1: So I, it, it's not, you know, the, the hardware conglomerate getting your money. It is a not-for-profit who want to help the local community. All right. Well, they could to help me by giving me another an snag. Arrogant, clumsy man. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> hungry okay. man. Get off, so, get off. No. <laughs> I'm going to
0: bring our guest producer on right now. Ed, what do you think, Ed? I think it is dependent on one thing, and it's how yep. far away from the sausage stand you actually were. See, that's the thing, and I wasn't right in
2: front of it. They didn't see it with their eyes. I yeah. walked behind the tent and then I came back like almost immediately.
0: That's where the problem is. If you were close <laughs> enough where the guy could go, oh, all good, mate, I'll just help you out. The fact you had to go back and ask, mm. that no longer means that he's a great guy offering you a free sausage. <laughs> that's you asking for a free sausage.
1: Oh,
2: no, you got to stay within
1: eye shot. <laughs> both of you.
0: You know
2: what? You're off. You're both off. We're going to talk to listener Romy here right now. Romy, please... Do you think I had any grounds of getting a freebie?
3: Look, I think if I were in his position, I would have given you a freebie. Yes! But I think I definitely wouldn't have charged you the whole two fifty again. Thank- like maybe like a fifty cent. Thank like you. You're the only person on
1: with sense around here. So you would deduct the price of the bread, margarine, and onion but charge <laughs> the, for the extra snack. And the
2: serviette, don't forget. So. <laughs> and the
1: sauce. Or do you yeah. did you want more sauce as well? I Matt? didn't
2: even want a new one. I just wanted them to go from hole to goal, just from the tongs, pick up from the barbecue, slide it straight into the little sleeping bag that I already had, and that'd be it.
3: Maybe also give you the option, do the whole like guilt trip, like, I'll give you one for free, but it is for charity. You sure oh, you then don't
2: no
3: want pay <laughs> another?
2: You know? Yeah, okay. Well, I don't think anyone's on my side. Screw you guys. I don't
1: need this. <laughs> Thank you, Romy. I think that was very well deduced. We really appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Romy. No problem,
1: guys. All right. Well, get in touch. This is Snaggate. <laughs> Should Matt have Okine been charged for an extra saucy, please get in touch, Matt.Anne.Alex. All day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, the time is nigh. While the cat is away, Matt and Alex will play with a brand new host of this segment. Click, click, click. Click, click, click.
3: Clickfish. Clickfish.
1: Yeah, that's right. Brian is
2: away. So we have called upon our guest presenter of Clickfish today. If you missed out on our show last week, it was a uh, very tight tussle to the podium for this very exclusive spot but uh (laughs) sue took it out and she is here on the line right now hello sue
3: hey guys how are you
1: so good sue it was really great to see your victory in the clickfish championships on friday you're now here with the responsibility of giving listeners the most vapid uninspiring but annoyingly tempting headlines from the weekend did you have a big weekend clicking how did you prepare for this
3: Well, like I said, I'm at home with a two-week-old at the moment, so we're not doing much except clicking. Mm. What do you gravitate towards? Are you a...
2: (laughs) You know, are you a Royal Watcher? Are you, uh, you know, are you a Rihanna and um, ASAP kind of, you know, person? Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott kind of gal or what's your vibe?
3: Uh, I'm a bit of everything, actually. I've got a bit of a mix this week, so... Oh, you're the um, Yoshi
2: of uh, (laughs) of browsing media. All right, well, let's see how you go with that speed and control. Hit us with your first story, Sue.
3: Okay, so the first one uh, is from The Sun, and the t- article title is Hair to the Throne, Prince Harry Shocks Fans with His Appearance as He Shows Off His New Look. Oh, you just couldn't resist <laughs> Check it out Hazza's new look.
2: New look. It's the words new look, isn't it? You just got to know what did he rock. And I'm going to guess it was hair related. I reckon he got... God, I wish he got an undercut, but I don't think he did. I reckon he's gotten a, a slight fade or something like that. I in can his ponytail.
3: <laughs> he literally just got a trim. It looks like he's just had a regular haircut. Oh I don't know what you call oh it, but my God. it looks like he's just had a trim. Is it a
2: new look then? Like, isn't that his look? Like, short back and sides is... It's been his look
3: for his whole life. <laughs> yeah. I think he's gone a little bit shorter. He might have gone down to, like, a number two or
1: something. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Wow, well, the bar is nice and low <laughs> at this point, Sue. I'm very impressed with your first effort. Do you know what I reckon that is?
2: As someone who's starting to cut his hair a little bit shorter than it previously was, I know what's going on here. <laughs> I reckon he's, get, he's hitting that age. He's following his mm. brother. That's what's yeah.
1: happening. Could be
2: down there. It the... sort
3: of looks that way. It looked that way in the, in the pictures that I saw. So, yeah. Was the hair cut
1: or did it jump itself? <laughs> do we know? Do we know exactly?
3: It looks like it's been cut, but okay. it looks like it's being pushed a little bit in a certain direction as well. Oh, you know
2: he right is right. going to be looking like Vin Diesel in no time, <laughs> I can assure you, from one to another. All right, Sue, what else do we All got? Right. Story number
3: two, Sue. Article number two, I've gone back to the roots of ClickFish and gone to the Daily Mail, um, <laughs> and I saw it being Valentine's Day. Mm. I couldn't help but click on this one. It says, food scientists revealed top libido-enhancing foods ahead of Valentine's Day. <sighs> Some of which might surprise you.
1: Okay, the ones that aren't like chocolate is one of them. Like
3: oysters is like oysters. another one. Um, well, actually, oysters has been proven to not help <gasps> your libido. Yeah, are you kidding me? Damn it! No, and I actually did some further research because I have a lot of time on my hands. And oh, yeah, my
2: oysters have not been. <laughs> I can't Damn it. I just <laughs> stomached about twenty-four coffin bays in a head of. A, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my of god. Like- and I've been writing to people, you know, for years on the dating apps, DTS, down to Shuck, and
3: I... <laughs> I thought it was a good thing. No, so apparently oysters, red wine and asparagus is out. Okay. Um, and beetroot, mushrooms, green tea, dark chocolate, pumpkin is in. Ooh. So there
2: you go. I'll tell you what, asparagus would certainly be out if you're into um <laughs> c- certain things. <laughs> If you want to make it a really naughty Valentine's Day.
3: <laughs> That might oh lead us God. nicely to the next article.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, okay. okay. That is, wow. can I just say, so perfectly <laughs> manoeuvred out of because for many years I've been trying to wrangle a matter of kind, never as successfully as you did just then, so well done on moving on.
3: <laughs> well, the third article, it's sort of connected to, I guess, what Matt was alluding to with the asparagus and also a throwback to... Matt's Margoita, but it's from Lad Bible, okay. And uh, I couldn't help, I had to click on it. It said, Antiques Roadshow expert once drank urine on the show after mistaking it for vintage port.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so he look, had
1: an excuse, Matt. To I be mean, fair,
2: what? I don't know whether this need any clicking. Like, I feel like That's, we've got the whole story, although, this, uh, yeah. Is
1: that just a scene from the new Jackass movie where they go to Antiques Roadshow <laughs> with this old port and just say, how, how old is this?
3: <laughs> well, it was in 2016, it happened. A guy came with um, this bottle that was dated from the 1800s <laughs> and the antics roadshow expert. It still had the contents inside and he was really excited and he couldn't help but take a swig and he said, I think it's port. And then 3 years later they actually did some investigation as to what was in that bottle and apparently there were brass pins urine a little bit of alcohol and one human hair and so it actually oh <laughs> was more like yeah it was a bottle what for witchcraft sort of they would say. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Just, yeah was that did you say witchcraft <laughs> yeah witchcraft so it was yeah. about
3: about um it was a witch's bottle to fight against witchcraft and curses and yes oh my Lord. Oh no. <laughs> So there right, was well, a little bit more, so yeah. It imagine was a bit
1: of an- drinking urine. You'd just feel like a, the biggest loser. <laughs> Apparently
3: he was very enthusiastic.
2: Okay, yeah. imagine doing it by accident, Daiso.
1: True,
3: sorry.
2: Whereas just, imagine being in control of your decisions and making really well-thought good ones.
1: Mm, therapy. No, we're uh, right.
2: Um, thank you so much, Sue. That was—they were all awesome. Um, well, look, good luck for the rest of the week, and your scrolling.
3: Thank you, thank yeah. you.
1: Producer Bron will be back next week for some clickfish, but Sue, you've uh, more than made up for the absence today. We really appreciate your time, and uh, thanks, all the best guys. with the brand new baby as well.
3: Thank you, thanks, guys.
2: And that brings us to the end of another Matt and All Day Breakfast. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back again with another episode tomorrow, so until then, have a good one. That's it. Catch you later. Bye.
3: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.